Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome. In this podcast, we will tell you about the pink tax of transportation, update you on the airline soap opera that is American, and how one transit company is making your ride from the station a cleaner one. I'm Rod Morrison. I'm Nancy Shack, And we are Accidental Passengers. Have you ever heard of a pink tax? It has to do with the fact that women are used to paying more for some services than men do. For instance, we pay more to have our hair cut. At the dry cleaner, we're charged more per item of clothing than men are. In the drugstore, if something comes in a nice pink package and says for women, it's guaranteed to be 20 to 30 cents, sometimes even a dollar more than that same product is for men. And the tax is affecting more than just the items that you pick up or when you go and have your hair done. It's also affecting transportation. It's called the pink transit tax. I'll give you an example. In New York City, women spend on average $26 to $50 more per month than men do for public transportation or for any kind of transportation. How can that be, you ask? Well, there are a couple of reasons for it. One is safety. And the other is if they're, the woman is the primary caregiver for a family, they can spend as much as $100 more a month. These costs were laid out in a research project done by the New York University's Roden Center for Transportation. They found that between security and having to juggle family concerns, women are led to make different transportation choices than men. 75% of women taking the poll said they had experienced harassment or theft on public transportation, compared with only 47% of men. 29% of women say they don't take public transportation late at night for obvious reasons, compared with 8% of male correspondents. 42% of women say they felt safest taking for hire vehicles like Uber or Lyft, which is almost always more expensive than a bus or a subway late at night. Only 15% say they feel best on public transportation. Now, those cost burdens, a lot of them safety-oriented, fall even more heavily on people who take care of children. And a majority of those people are mothers. They have strollers, diaper bags, and all sorts of stuff, which make it difficult to navigate public transportation, like the subway or bus. A lot of stations are not carriage-friendly, and if you have more than one kid with you, you can imagine the chaos. According to the report, moms or caregivers like moms spend on average $75 more on transportation each month. And juggling kids and their stuff is not the only burden on women raising their transportation costs. A bigger issue for a lot of women is safety. 
Now, the University of California's Public Policy School took advantage of the opening of a new light rail service in L.A. to conduct an experiment. The line was named the Expo, and in theory, it opened up West Los Angeles to public transit. Researchers from the university discovered that while more households close to the new line said they used public transit after it opened and increased their rail trips, women increased their trips only half as much as men, even though they reported the same sorts of pro-environment sentiments. And of the women who said they wouldn't use the nearby transit option, 20% said they were avoiding it for fear of harassment and safety on the train, at the station, and on the walk to and from the transit area. The conclusion reached by the head researchers of the study say the gender split that they discovered raises all sorts of concerns about equity. They say we're putting money into public transportation, but there are barriers for half the population in order to use it. The study really highlighted the issues of harassment as a primary problem for women using public transit. Past studies have shown that women are much more afraid than men alone at night in public for obvious reasons. As expected, a lot more women are sexually harassed, and it's a big concern and extremely underreported. A story that was published in the Washington Post last year really highlights the problems that women face using public transport. The story was about the experience of one Rebecca Levine, a 27-year-old law student who was headed down the escalator at the metro station when she noticed a man riding ahead of her kept turning around to look at her. She kind of smiled a little bit politely and looked away. But when the man got to the bottom of the escalator, he didn't go for the trains. He stopped and he waited for her to come down. When she did, he began to match her pace by pace, step for step, until they reached the turnstiles. She said she freaked out, so she pulled over to the side, pretending to fumble for her Metro Pass, when actually she wanted to see if he would go ahead and that perhaps she was being paranoid. But she wasn't being. He didn't move. At that point, she called her boyfriend on the cell phone and asked him to stay in the line until she knew she was safe. Eventually, the man did go away, but she was very spooked. And that's why she doesn't take the Metro alone late at night when platforms are dark and empty. Instead, she's now forced to pay extra to take Uber or Lyft. Now, these stories are repeated on almost a daily basis for women. Unless you're traveling with a male companion or in a group of people, traveling by yourself at night, taking a bus or a train, or a subway, is asking for unwanted trouble. Instead, women are forced to take a more expensive mode of transportation, like Uber or Lyft, or a cab, or drive themselves, which we are told these days is unfriendly to the environment and a somewhat selfish way to get around. Car sharing services have their own safety concerns, with stories regarding assaults in an Uber or a Lyft at night are not uncommon anymore. Uber and Lyft have both responded with new safety features on their apps so passengers can stay connected to family and friends for the ride. But is that enough? Uber has also introduced an in-app notification reminding users to check their ride and launch a campaign that urges passengers to check their car's license plate, make, model, and driver's photo as well. That's all terrific, but it still doesn't address the additional cost issue for women who feel they are unsafe if they take public transit and have to choose instead to take a car sharing service or a cab. Maybe instead of emphasizing the environment, and trying to guilt people into taking the subway, rail, or bus, transit authorities could spend their money and emphasize safety instead if they want to increase ridership. How about better lighting? 
at stations and on platforms or posting guards or staff in highly visible places and training them to deal with harassment situations so that women feel protected while they're waiting for transit. Other countries have tried a variety of things to address the safety issues facing women on transit, including such experiments like women-only train cars are doing that in China. The Manita Institute did a study on best practices addressing, addressing women's safety on transit. One measure they found was helpful was allowing night stops like they do in Canada and Sweden. These policies allow women to ask the bus driver to stop at any location, including locations that are not posted bus stops. During nighttime hours, the driver is supposed to allow only women to exit at those stops. So far, though, in the U.S., transit agencies typically do not think specific programs should be implemented despite recognizing that it's a big issue. Last year, Oregon Rep. Peter DeFazio, the new chairman of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, introduced legislation to require transit agencies to protect riders and employees from sexual assault. But the bill didn't go anywhere. Maybe what would help would be to get more women in the upper echelon of the transit authorities because they might feel differently about what is a good use of resources and what isn't a good use of resources when it comes to train safety or passenger safety. What it comes down to is this. Until authorities recognize the very real pink tax and do something about it, especially on safety issues, ridership is not going to go up the way they want it to. I have a brand new hairdo with my eyelashes all in curl. I float as the clouds on When last we left American Airlines, they were canceling flights left and right, alienating every labor group they could, and has replaced United Airlines as the poster child for bad customer service. But unfortunately, the airline got hit again with more bad news. Latham Airlines, America's biggest airline partner to the south, jumped the sinking ship and tied their fortunes to Delta Airlines. Latham is South America's biggest airline with a 45% market share and is the result of a 2012 merger between Chile's LAN and Brazil's TAM Airlines. American wanted to take their relationship with Latham to another level, but the government of Chile saw that a stronger bond between the two would be too much of a monopoly, so they did not give a regulatory blessing. And therefore, nixed the deal. This sent the Latin American airlines to the arms of Delta. But as American was hit hard by the split, Delta's new relationship had a cost too, to the tune of two and a quarter billion dollars. That was the dowry the American airline had to cough up to make this marriage work. 1.9 billion will be for a 20% stake in Latin. The rest of the funds are to help the Santiago-based airline in its divorce from American. For Delta, the price tag is worth it. They get a stronger foothold in the growing Latin American market and will become a top U.S. player in five of the six top Latin American markets, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Peru, and Ecuador. The deal also fuels Delta's ambitions of being a truly global airline by adding Latin to its list of partners, including Virgin Atlantic, Air France, and Korean Airlines. But what if American Airlines? Well, they took all this in the only way they seemed to know, like a bitter 
X. After their deal with Latham fell through, the airline announced that there was no hard feelings and they would do all they could to help with the transition. Well, that didn't last long. American immediately stopped Latham from issuing tickets for travel on American and will no longer accept bags that were checked through on Latham, even if you had a single ticket that allows you to travel on both airlines. Airline business onlookers say that the only way to dig themselves out of the hole they are in is for the company to have a new management team, and I hope they bring a backhoe with them. But if you're headed south, fly with the knowledge that your airline now knows about customer service and doesn't have the slightest bit of bitterness. Don't take your love away from me. Don't you leave my heart in misery. If you go, then I'll be blue. Cause breaking up is hard to do. Philadelphia's regional transportation system, known as SEPTA, has hooked up with Wash LB to provide car wash services for commuters who leave their cars parked in certain commuter rail parking lots. The services, which include interior detailing, are scheduled through the Wash LB app or their website. Team of specialists will then drive to your car with its mobile wash kit and will clean your vehicle with eco-friendly products and a gallon of water. The car next year won't even get a drop on it. The services start at $10 for a basic wash and the convenience, as they say in the credit card commercials, is priceless. Thanks for listening. You can check us out on our Facebook page, Accidental Passengers, and you can leave a comment, what you like, what you don't like, and suggest a story. We'd be happy to hear from you. I'm Rod Morrison. I'm Nancy Shack. And we are Accidental Passengers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.